Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. I am Tower, and we are glad you joined us. Feature an in-depth biblical study each week. And all correspondence and inquiries of the WIBR Warren Radio Network can be sent to us through our contact page on warren-usa.com. Be sure to follow the WIBR Warren Radio on Twitter at hashtag WatchmanIS216 and hashtag Warren Radio. On LinkedIn, find us by hashtag Watchman. And you can join us on USA.life or MeWe. Look for hashtag Warn Radio. We're also on the uh, new social sites, Parlor, Clout Club, and Gab. Warn Na- Radio Network is available through these following carriers. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, and Podchaser. You can also listen and download the shows at warren-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com. And the readings in the word are found in Numbers. Chapter 8, verses 1 through chapter 12, verse 16. Zechariah, chapter 2, verses 10 through chapter 4, verse 7. And the New Testament portion is 1 Corinthians, chapter 10, verses 6 through 13. Please take time to read the pertinent articles by the Watchman. They're important for this day and age we're living in. They're inspired. And you can go to warn-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com to read the articles and pass them along to your friends. And this week we feature Last Days, Ever Learning But Not Knowing the Truth. Wisdom of this world, knowledge, and always learning doesn't mean you really know the truth. The Lord of Sabaoth Vindicated The day of vindication for those who have cried unto the Lord and have sought to find the evil done to them relieved. And also the glory, the lost glory of Americanism, a republic if you can keep it. This, there is a lost glory of Americanism, that ideal for which many have fought and died. Freedom is innately in the soul, and it feeds the appetite for that freedom which began so long ago. And now, I invite the watchman. 
You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to a Friday edition of Sound the Shofar. I'm the Watchman, Dana Smith, and Tower is off. This particular show, along with the others, our in-depth biblical studies, we do uh, our advocacy for the persecuted church, and uh, they're fast-moving. It's not a call-in show, but you can go over to our website at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com and you can contact us should you have a need to. Be sure to follow the WIBR Warren Radio on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us by hashtag WatchmanIS216. Instagram and Twitter, hashtag WarnRadio. Matter of fact, hashtag WarnRadio, you, you can find us on uh, uh, Clout Club and Gab. And on Parlor. Uh, you can find us uh, Watchman DGS. Warren Radio, uh, hashtag Warren Radio is also, uh, you can find us on USA.life and MeWe. So check us out on those. And all the shows that we do pretty much, uh, I mean, without exception, that is, it, you can find them embedded on our websites. So, understand that, you know, you can, you can download them from the websites, but if you happen to have one of the apps, like Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, you know, a lot more, we're on quite a few of them, you can find on the front of our websites, both danaglinsmith.com and warn-usa.com, uh, the Spreaker app, which uh, below that has a bunch of uh, places where you can get a hold of the audios. But you can get them directly from our website. You can also listen and download straight from the Spreaker app on the front of our website. So we've made it, uh, you know, real easy for people to do that. Don't forget to add us to your ad uh, to uh, your address book. Uh, check out uh, following us on various platforms we're on. Also, be sure to sign up for our free email newsletter. Several articles: Last days, ever learning but not knowing the truth. The wisdom of the world, knowledge, and always learning doesn't mean you really know the truth. Boy, ain't that true. Ever learning but not knowing the truth. <laughs> Minneapolis today is uh, still hot under the collar. They want to get rid of their police department. Good luck with that one. 
I guess stupidity comes in big packages because uh, a bunch of them over there want to do that. Good grief, give me strength. The Lord of Sabaoth vindicated. You'll want to listen, read this as well. The day of vindication for those who have cried to the Lord and have sought to find the evil done to them relieved. There is coming a time, a day, when the Lord of Sabaoth will judge all. The lost glory of Americanism. Boy, you sure see that around here. A republic if you can keep it we were told. You see, the lost glory of Americanism, which a lot of the protesters, too young and punky, don't understand. In a big hurry to go to whatever, socialism. One of these days, one of these generations, you know, we'll probably end up taking this country to socialism and the final fall will happen. That is, unless people can change that. There are a lot of uh, a lot of young people that don't buy into that red pill or that Kool Aid they've been drinking. They don't. They don't believe that. They believe what our forefathers did. And you know this ideal of Americanism, many have fought and died for around the world. But freedom is innately in the soul, but it's not innately free in many countries. Only in America do you find our kind of society. And once it gets in there, it feeds the appetite for that freedom which began so long ago by our forefathers. So read The Lost Glory of Americanism. Check those out on DanaGlidensmith.com, Warren-USA.com. A lot of things happening in the world, but for us, we get into the Word of God. Steadfast Faith, Pursuit of Christ, Part 6, Born of God. <clears throat> there is no doubt that when we get into this you know this study it is about Christ it is about knowing him now we've discussed this before first john 5 4 and 5 and it's really important because especially if you you know, want to know, number one, how do I find out more? How do I really understand it? Uh, John is a good book to read. Specifically, you know, of course the whole book, but when we're talking about some of the parts of redemption and things like that, John 1, John 3, John 10 through 17, Romans 3 through 7, even a good, you know, all of Hebrews is really good, but that's a little more difficult. First John 5, 4 and 5 is a good one. First John chapter 1. But First John itself is a book to read, but for specifics. 
For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus, Yahshua, is the Son of God. And then 10 through 13, He that believeth on the Son of God hath a witness in himself. He that believes not God has made him a liar, because he believed not the record that God gave on of his Son. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that has the Son has life. He that has not the Son of God has not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Now see, these, these are important. Now we discussed some of this last week. But see, it's really truly when when we get into steadfast faith, first of all, you got to believe God exists, and then you got to persist in that. But see, we have been given that chance, nobody needs to perish, to overcome this world. I'm not talking about the billionaires like Soros and a number of others, the millionaires, the trillionaires, whatever heir they are. Our hope is not in this world. For whatsoever is in the world, this lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life is not of the Father, but it's, it's the world. It's cursed. It's against God. It's an enmity. And God calls us to overcome, and the way to overcome is through His Son. You can't do this on your own. I mean, you can have faith in anything not just the Son of God, but redeeming the faith, delivering faith, miraculous faith, is found in the Son of God, Yahshua, Jesus Christ. And God has given us eternal life. It's on the record, not only in heaven, which is really important, but here on earth. See, there's a lot of people here on earth that has another way for you, but when you get to heaven, you're going to find out it ain't written there. He'll say, I don't know you. It's not just hearing. It's not just saying, oh yeah, I believe. Even the devils believe. That ain't enough. You need to get in there. You need to receive him, John 1. You need to be born of the Spirit, John 3. And 1 John 1 tells you that you need to walk in the light as he is in the light. Then you have fellowship one with another and his blood will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. These particular scriptures help you to understand that's where you need to be in this world. The world don't want you to be there. One of the main things the Lord told us, and that is that there is deception. He warned us time and time again of do not be deceived. Revelation, matter of fact, says do not let any man take your crown. Signifying the fact that once you're born again, God has given you a crown. He sees you with a crown in his son. But you have to finish the race. You can't quit. And within Revelation, when you let someone take your crown, they do so through deception, and you give up your faith and follow something else, and you lose out. And I've literally reported on on these things happening, Christians becoming Muslims or something else. But we also report far more about Muslims and Hindus and others that are actually coming 
and this includes the communists in China, the ones that are hardline coming to the Lord. You know, you're not going to put the Spirit of God in a box and say, well, you can't do that. You're not going to say the Father who sits on the throne, who has given all power into the Son of God, Yahshua, Jesus Christ, to stop it. He allows you, he gives you breath and allows you to be pompous in your prideful ways. You can pontificate. You can prostrate to other gods. You can pleasure yourself in the things of this world. And you can stand on a big rock and say, oh, what a good boy am I. How great I am. People like to think of themselves as gods or even as demons. I actually worked with a guy who called himself Satan. Yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> the guy was nuts. That was the first time I was actually introduced in, uh, to the Satanic Bible because he carried one. I took a look at it and saw how they wrote it. No wonder they called it the Satanic Bible. Having been raised as a child in the Methodist Church, I knew. And I knew when I read something how they had screwed it up. You see, Satan is a copycat. See, he can't go find anything new on his own, so he has to try to take what God already has, and he got thrown out of heaven for it. So now on the earth, he's trying to take those who God has redeemed and those who God has not redeemed yet because they haven't come to him. He's a liar and a thief and the father of lies. And he will do anything to discourage you, to destroy you, to bring you down, to stop you from believing in the Son of God because if you have the Son of God, you have life. And if you do not have the Son of God, you will not have eternal life. And that's why John purposely wrote, These things I have written unto you that believe on the name of Son of God, that you may know you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. See, this is the Apostles' record. This is why we believe. This is why we look at. Plus the Spirit of God bears witness with the very words that are written. See, there is an energy. There is a power. There is a presence in your life once you know Him. But see, the most important thing of it is is that you need to acknowledge Him. 1 John 2, this is another good one. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of, pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away in the lust thereof. Now see, that's why we want to be redeemed. Okay? All the knuckle-headed stuff, the stupidity, the idiot politicians, the nincompoops burning down their cities, which, you know, God forbid, okay, you know, go ahead and burn down your cities, it's okay. 
After all, we can always give you more money, the Democrats say, or maybe some dumb Republican or somebody else. Go ahead, it's okay. We can be just like Venezuela. We can be socialists. Yeah, Venezuela is a scrap heap of history because of what they've done down there. Why do you think so many of them are trying to leave and find another place to go? And most of the people wind up in America. Why? Not because America's socialism, uh, it's socialist, but because it's free. And people can come here and live and be free. But we have morons today that come here and want to destroy it. And one day they will probably succeed. Because, you see, when we follow the truth of God. We find out in Israel the reason they fell. You know, there was money, there was riches, there was blessings. And they, you know, they started picking up some of the gods of the nations and some of the customs. And before they knew it, God started sending their enemies in their midst to wake them up. You see, this is why you have enemies in America is because you've fallen away from America. Now, the death of George Floyd was absolutely horrendous. But see, a lot of the blacks, the radical blacks, use this as an opportunity to say that it's the white man's fault. Slavery's the fault. You always have to blame somebody. And even Candace Owens spoke on this, that the blacks were always trying to find something to blame it on. Oh, usually the wrong thing. Instead of looking at themselves. See the problem with America is not slavery. It's not that you're black or white or whatever color you may think. It's because of sin. There's a redemption process. A redeeming process. And you also have to watch out for deception in the process. Because there are people in the church. There are people who are pastors who will lead you astray. But the bottom line of it is, is that everybody knows about the Antichrist, but as John wrote in this particular section here, it follows all that is in the world. It's kind of interesting he follows that verse. <clears throat> the verse, he says, Little children, it is the last time, and as you have heard, that the Antichrist shall come. Even now there are many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. Antichrist, those who are opposed to the gospel, those who are anti-Jesus uh, Christ, Yahshua, those who were opposed to the apostles, those who didn't like the message, those who went their own way. They had began with him, he says in verse 19, but they didn't continue with him, and they took the message, and they ruined it, and went out. And it says that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us, that they were not of them. They were of themselves. They were deceivers. And, of course, we are many, many years away from this. And at that time, John said, it is the last time. And if it was the last time or the last days in the time of John and the apostles, what is it today? Well, it's really the last time. It is the end of the end days, as I've said. And we look at society today, and you can compare America and the world to modern-day Rome. Not modern-day, but the old Rome. And, of course, the new Rome is probably the same way. But 
you see, the thing of it is, is not many things change. You know, your technology, your knowledge gets better, but even Paul said, you're ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. We have a lot of people like that in America. We have a lot of people that are trying to lead this country, but they haven't uh, a slightest idea on what the knowledge of the truth of redemption is, the knowledge of the truth, the love of the truth. And it's the love of the truth, and Paul talks about this in Second Thessalonians 2, uh, 2, that even reveals how this whole world is going to go to hell in a handbasket and wind up in being deceived. In verse 22, that says, Who is a liar but he that denies that Jesus is the Christ? He's Antichrist that denies the Father and the Son. And we have a lot of uh, nations today that are setting themselves up and going against the truth that are taking on for themselves a certain level of godhood and understanding which isn't theirs. Now we went through some of these verses, but I want to, we are closing this out, we're summing this up and going to do a few other verses Colossians 3, 1 through 11, this is the context, but I'm going to read you this. Mortify or, or put to death, mortify or put to death your members which are on the earth, not those in your club. It's not telling you to go murder your friends. Don't be ridiculous. Your members is your body, is who you are, your hands, your feet, your eyes, whatever it is. And even your sexual organs, because we love to fornicate. And we fornicate any way we want. So he says, mortify, put to death. In other words, don't do them. In other words, be holy. That's what he's saying. Mortify your members which are upon the earth. and Don't let yourself, your hands, your feet, your body, your sexual organs, whatever it is, don't let it fornicate. It says... Fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affection, that is inordinate, not ordinary. Evil concupiscence, covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God comes on the children of disobedience. Put put to death these things. He also tells you to put off anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. But in our case, you know, a lot of people spend more time on Twitter. It's what you're tweeting. We don't give people a break anymore. We don't give them the benefit of the doubt. You see, because one day, as Colossians says in chapter 3, 24 and 25, Knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. But he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he has done. There is no respect to persons. 
See, Christ is the way, but you have to walk in a certain manner. If you're a Christian and following Christ, you're not out on the streets burning down some guy's store. You're not pillaging. You're not raping. You're not shooting a police officer in the head. What we have today is simply put the days of lawlessness. Paul warned us about it. They're here in fullness. And we have a lawless generation. And of course, we justify ourselves in our sins. So we were horrified at the death of George, which I've said is horrible. I saw the video. But see, we talk about it, and you look at the abortion issue in America, and we have some of the worst abortion uh, laws in place today that has ever been created. And we kill innocent blood all the time. We'll save the whales but we don't give one iota for the babies that are murdered. And uh, not too long ago, Planned Parenthood officials were even pleading guilty. I mean, they were saying that they had been selling baby parts, which is, of course, against the law. But during Obama's reign, he didn't do nothing because, you know, he's for that. He's a late-term abortion uh, president. That's That's what he is. He's... And that's the way a lot of the world is. Hollywood loves him because of a lot of his policies. Now, see, Obama didn't go around with everybody praying for him all the time. But you see, all the time, over the three years with President Trump, that he's had uh, pastors gathering around him, praying for him. And it's all races, blacks, white, whatever you want to call. Uh, there's been a lot of them gathering around. He has worked tirelessly to help the minority community. And his way is the way to do it. You, you don't help the minorities to get them out of their slump by burning down their stores and rioting and destroying the city they live in. That is absolutely stupid, no matter what you say. And then, of course, we have all the whites that were kissing the boots of black thugs who had been convinced that they needed to repent of slavery because it's their fault because they're white, which is another falsehood and stupidity. And so these whites were kissing the boots. Other whites were raising their hands. And in a big ceremony, a woke ceremony, they were confessing their sins. Well, that's a bunch of baloney because the people that did it are long gone and dead. And God don't hold you accountable for the sins of someone, you know, hundreds of years ago. He'll hold you accountable for your own sins and all these blacks and everybody else who propagated this bunch of baloney will be held accountable. God will rule, and he will reign, and he will hold you accountable. All of you, every last one of you, no matter what you do, whether it's doing that or whether it's doing something else. You need to repent, you need to stop this baloney, and you need to get right with the Lord. But unfortunately, people won't come. You know, uh, Scripture tells us that in John 
you've heard of John 3.16, I'm sure. Well, you follow that on down, and the Lord, you know, it says right in there that they won't come to the light. The Lord, Yeshua, Jesus Christ is that light. He says, I'm the light of the world. If you don't come to the light, you're not going to be redeemed. And he says, they won't come to me because they love darkness more. And we are in the time of darkness, not full darkness. It's coming. Now, let's look at some of the closing scriptures we're looking at. In this particular one, we're looking at things about the world and Christ. Since we are believers, and we believe in Yahshua, Jesus Christ, as the Savior of the world and the Son of God, who was born of a virgin, declared the truth of God, the Father to everybody. He suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins, was dead and buried for three days, resurrected on the third day, seen alive by many infallible proofs and witnesses, left instructions for the church after a time of being seen of many witnesses. He ascended in a cloud, and the angels told the people watching, this same Jesus that you, as you have seen him go, will come in like manner. He's coming in the clouds. John fourteen twenty seven. Peace I live, leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, let it, neither let it be afraid. You see, there's a lot of things to be fearful about. It says, let not your heart be troubled, let it not be afraid. See, a lot of that comes from your flesh itself, and you can control that. And there's also the demons that bring a spirit with them. Depression, hatred, fearfulness. These are spirits you need to rebuke in Jesus' name. When you find something and you're sitting there thinking and all of a sudden you have a feeling of whatever coming over you, if it's not good, you can rebuke it. I rebuke that spirit and that feeling. If it's thoughts, I rebuke that thought and the spirit behind that thought. And I rebuke the flesh that thought it in Jesus' name. And I bind this spirit and cast it into outer darkness. And you can say, Father, cleanse my mind, my heart, my soul. And give me peace. You can control that. You can cast down those thoughts. But see, there's a lot of troubling things, and sometimes you have to work at it. And I will get the Word of God and play this throughout the house. I will play good, old-fashioned, you know, blood songs as we know them. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Because the devil hates that. John fifteen nineteen, If you were of the world, the world would love his own. 
But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, the world hates you. Yeah. You're not of the world. We're in the world. We're not of the world. And we will have enemies. Christ had enemies. As a Christian, you're going to have enemies, whether you know them or not. People will hate you just because of who you are and what you act like. They will hate you because you believe. We report on this all the time, but we also report on the fact that some of those that hate the most and try to destroy Christians, they get saved. We've reported on many miracles. John 16:33 These things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace in the world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer I have overcome the world now I talked about this verse last night in battle lines because we're finishing up the apocalypse chapter of Isaiah chapter 24 and we're going into chapter 25 these are studies you need to listen to Because I deal with that subject of tribulation. And of course, we have trouble in America. Go figure. We're a nation that has had quite a number of generations that have not known the Lord. They know of, everybody in this country knows of Jesus Christ and the Christians, God, and redemption. But they don't know him. John seventeen six. I've manifested thy name unto the men which you gave me out of the world. Thine thy were, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. And then he goes on to say in verse 9 of that, I pray for them, I pray not for the world, but for them which you have given me, for they are mine, are thine. See, and that was part of his duty, to manifest the Father unto the world. And he says, I pray for them, I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me. The ones that are following him, he says, were they're yours. There is that relationship in the Father through the Son. John 17, 14 says, I have given them thy word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I have not of the world. Now the one that I wanted to get to is this one. I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil. Now see, that's something you need to be praying over yourself and your family. Now I'm speaking to Christians here. If you're not a Christian, you need to become one. 
and you can pray this. Father, I pray according to thy word, which says, I pray that thou shouldest not take them out of the world, but you should keep them from the evil. Father, keep me, and you know, just name the names, you, your family, whatever, that you would keep us from the evil in Jesus' name. Now that evil is absolutely refers to the devil. In other words, everything he does keep you from the evil, protect you and your family. And see, this is important. It's not just the fact that the world may hate you, but there is power in prayer. There's, pro- there's power in protective prayer. And there's the binding and the casting. You know, the, there's that spiritual warfare that you can accomplish on your behalf and the behalf of your family. Now let's go to Ephesians. Christ. It says of him, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in that which is to come. Ephesians 1 is a good chapter for you to read. Ephesians 2, 2, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. You see, that's what every believer used to be. See, you've got to be redeemed out of the world. Nobody is born into this world saved. Now babies are innocent, but they're still the original sin. But see, God gives them that time. For them to grow to the age of accountability. So if a baby dies, he's not going to hell. Of course not. He hasn't done anything. He doesn't know right from wrong. But that fallen nature is in him, even though he looks cute. Or she. And that's because of the original sin, folks. Well, I don't believe in original sin. That's not my problem. (laughs) If you don't believe now, you will. (laughs) It's just the way it is, you know. No matter what you are, a Satanist, Agnostic, atheist. Yeah. When you reject Christ and wind up in Sheol, 
I guarantee you, you're a believer then, but it's too late. Because you will know. And there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And see, that's why Christ pointed to the fact, what he was discussing, when you, when you look in Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13, The problem with deception was throughout the entire New Testament. The people living at that time were faced with all kinds of deceivers. We're no different today. But see, Christ triumphed, Christ triumphed over all principalities and powers, all mights, all dominions. And so when we walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, uh, children of disobedience, what do you think all those people were doing on the streets, rioting? Were they down there for George? Uh, George? Yeah, there probably were a lot of sincere people down there that wanted to see this not happen, and I don't blame them. That's not the issue. The issue is along with ones who really meant to do good, came the tares. And they're the ones that set about burning and pillaging. And we know now, and we know now, because of undercover videos that were done by people who wanted to find out why they were doing these things, rioting and burning. And there are videos to this. And, you know, they also know Veritas did some tremendous undercover videos on this. We know. They were children of disobedience. They waited until the good, the protesters that really protested, you know, because of what happened to this guy. And the rest of them, though, waited for them to leave so they could burn and pillage and set fires. And that's what they did. They had bricks. Molotov cocktails and even guns and that's how that police chief who had been retired was a good man he worked all his life in Philadelphia and he was retired and he went down there to try to help out and he was shot in the head he lay on the sidewalk horrific video that's the children of disobedience And, of course, in Ephesians 2.12, Paul writes, referring back to what he was writing for, that at that time you were without Christ. See, these are the spirit of disobedience that works in us when we are not redeemed. And he says... You were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Now, folks, we belong to spiritual Israel through Christ. We know about the covenants of promise. We have hope. We have God in the world. Titus 2.12 
teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. That's how we need to be walking. But we're in a battle. We're in a battle for our family. We're in a battle for this country. But see, Peter has a warning. If you become a Christian and you become entangled in the world and forget the Lord, this is what Peter says. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. See, that's the warning. And there's a lot of people that are going to be regretful on the day of judgment. <clears throat> But see, the thing that we get at here is like in Revelation 11:15. The seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever. This means the peace, a new world, a new earth, a new heavens, when he comes again. There's coming a time, Revelation 12:9. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world, and he was cast out in the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. He's already here, but he's going to be destroyed. Revelation 13.3, it says, And I saw one of his heads, as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after him. Revelation 13, 8, All that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. I'm describing unto you the rise of the beast, what many people call the Antichrist, what Paul calls the son of perdition. <coughs> He's going to deceive the earth. <coughs> Excuse me. He's going to have miracles and signs and wonders. He's going to cause everybody to take the mark. And if you are not written in the Lamb's book of life because you have received him, you will take that mark and you will wind up in hell. Revelation 17.8 says, The beast that you saw was and is not now this is the beast. This is the beast with the lady on the back. Revelation 17 and 18. Mystery Babylon. And shall ascend out of the bottomless pit. And go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder. Whose names are not written in the book of life. From the foundation of the world. When they behold the beast that was. And is not and yet is. Because Revelation 17. Talks about. Um the harlot and the whore there's a beast she rides on Revelation 18 talks about mystery Babylon all these things are connected and see Revelation 16 14 talks about the way he does miracles this guy when he shows up it says for they are the spirits of devils this is the ones these are the spirit uh, they look like frogs coming out of the mouth of this guy this demon 
who looks like a man. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Now I call this person the last greatest Gentile leader on earth and commander. That's who he's going to, that's what he's doing. This, this, when, when he finally gets destroyed, and he will, at Armageddon, that will be the end of the rule of the times of the Gentiles. They'll be over, officially. When Christ arrives, it will be the rule of the greater son of David, the son of God, and all of those who are with him who have been redeemed of the Gentiles and of the Jews. Now, Gentiles is everybody besides the Jew. But we've been talking in this series about steadfast faith pursuit of Christ. It doesn't do any good to just have the faith of Christ if you're not going to be steadfast and stick with it. Because as I read you, if you once become enlightened and follow the Lord, filled with the Spirit, and you turn aside and go somewhere else, that is not good. <laughs> That's not going to do you any good, folks. And, and believe me, that happens. Because I have... I've reported on these people. And we also know, recently, singers, professionals, you know, who get caught up in the music world, who have fame and fortune in it all, and they suddenly decide, I know of two of them now, who said they no longer, and they were Christian singers, and they, oh, we no longer believe, they no longer believe that in God, not just Jesus Christ, they don't even believe in God, and they've been singing about him. That's what the Bible says, those that be rich fall into many hurtful lusts, which drown men in perdition. That means drown them in destruction. There's a lot of errors that has been put out there in the Christian church in America. But you don't have to worry about that. All you have to do is get in the Word of God, stay in the Word of God, and spend time before the Lord and seek His face. Believe me, He's more than capable of directing your steps in your heart. More than capable. There is no doubt about that. Father, we thank you for your word today and for those who hear this whenever they do. Bless them, Lord, be with them, help them to follow you. We thank you for what you did by sending your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, Yahshua HaMashiach, to die on the cross for our sins, sealing the covenant with his blood, which we call the blood of the covenant. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, in the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. 
Don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. And check out the articles. And you can also join our email list. And if you have a mind to, we're on a lot of social sites. I do this uh, to make sure that the... Uh, the shows are in as many different places as we can get them. They're also automatically distributed through a big line of uh, places that have their own distribution channels. Because the idea, the purpose, and the calling is to get the Word of God out. And as I tell people, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness, and then that end shall come. That's important. No matter what this world looks like, no matter what America does, this gospel is going to get preached, folks. This gospel does not depend on America. It doesn't depend on your economy, and it sure don't depend on your morals. It doesn't depend on your view of God. This is something that was signed, sealed, and delivered a long time ago. And you have two choices. Ignore it, receive the Son of God. Ignore it or receive the Son of God. Reject Christ or follow Christ. Once you accept him, it's discipleship. Revelation 12.11 Speaking of the saints in those days. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and loved their lives not unto death. There's no fence sitting in this world, not for Christ. There was no fence sitting, uh, fence sitting by the apostles. There was no fence sitting by the Lord Jesus Christ. And there sure ain't any fence sitting by the angels of God who are directed by God to minister unto the saints. And there's no fence sitting by the Holy Spirit which dwells in us. You have to decide where you're going to stand. And once you stand there, do everything you can to stand for your Lord. Father, be with these who hear this. I pray for them, Father, that you would keep them and bless them. Meet their needs, Lord. Replace their fear with peace and love and joy. Direct their steps into truth. Deliver them from deception. Protect them from evil. And let the Spirit of God wrap them about as a blanket. O oh God, may they know thy presence and thy voice. In Jesus' name. For Tower and I, Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.